0: When I'm older Got nowhere left to hide It looked like love
1: Back when I was 18, and in my senior year of high school, I used to play softball for our school's female softball team. That year specifically, our school was actually really good, and because of that, we were invited to an invitational tournament in Las Vegas. I remember we stayed in a hotel, only around 15 minutes from the city itself. It was around 9 p.m. when we got there. We all sort of divided into our own groups to stay in hotel rooms. And because of that, me and three other of my close friends at the time decided to stay in a room together. Around an hour later, and all four of us were unpacked and winding down in our room, as our first game of the tournament was scheduled early the next morning. But as I was lying in bed, basically half asleep at this point, the phone to our room rang kind of startled us, as I've stayed in many hotels before and never once remember the hotel phone itself ringing. All of us, now wide awake, looked at each other. We agreed we should answer it and decided I would do it, so I picked up the phone and said the usual hello. Now, this was a few years ago, so I don't remember the exact conversation, but on the other end of the phone, a man's almost whispering voice replied saying we hadn't paid for a room and that one of us needed to come down to the lobby to pay for it. Immediately, red flags went off in my head, as I knew his claim wasn't true. I had witnessed our coach pay for the room not even two hours ago. Why would they have given us room keys if we hadn't paid for it? Plus, even if something had gone wrong with the payment, it would have been super unprofessional to call the room this late into the night. I replied to the man, saying that we had paid for the room but completely ignoring my statement, the man once again insisted that just one of us had to come down as our room wasn't paid for. His voice, now clearly frustrated, then followed the claim up with a threat saying that if we didn't send one person down, there would be consequences. Now, I'm a pretty paranoid person. The whole thing felt so wrong to me. There was no way I was letting any of us go down to the lobby. I replied to the man, saying that we would be staying in our room until someone came to escort us out and hung up the phone. I figured that if that really was someone from the hotel, they would either come up to our room or just resolve the situation in the morning. I told the others that I got a really bad feeling from the dude and explained to them what happened. Thankfully, they all agreed that there was no chance we hadn't paid, and that it was basically unheard of for a hotel front desk to call you in your room this late. Of course, we were all on edge, but decided to forget about it and just go to sleep. No one came to kick us out, but through the night, the phone to the room did ring a few more times. The next morning, we told our coach about the situation, and he asked the person working at the front desk about it, and if his payment for the room didn't go through. But to our horror, they had no idea what we were talking about, and even insisted that the front desk would not have called us that late into the night. They agreed to check the security cameras to see if they could find anything, but for the rest of our time there, we never heard back from them. Luckily though, nothing else ever ended up happening to us. This whole situation was really disturbing, and has left me with a lot of questions. Like, who called us? Why did they want one of us to exit the room alone in the middle of the night, and how did they know what room we were in? Honestly, the more I think about it, the more creeped out I get, but I'm just glad we decided to stay in our room that night. I was 14, my family took a trip to a ski resort in Colorado. I'm the oldest of four. I have an older brother, a younger brother, and younger sister, who was seven at the time. We all got along really well, and on our second night at the resort's hotel, we decided to hang out in the sauna. We sat there for maybe 30 minutes when my older brother mentioned how he was getting hungry. He suggested one of us should run back up to our room to grab some food for all of us. And, stupidly, we sent our little sister to do it. Looking back, I don't know what we were thinking, sending our seven-year-old sister up to our room completely alone. But after a couple minutes, we could hear footsteps come running back down the hall. She ran back into the sauna completely out of breath, and explained how some creepy man was following her. Of course, right as she finished explaining, we could see some man I'd never seen before pacing around out in the swimming pool area. I'll never forget what he looked like. He was clearly an older man, hunching over as he walked. The guy was wearing multiple layers of winter clothes, making it obvious he wasn't in the swimming pool area to swim. My brothers and I watched out the sauna window in absolute shock, trying to understand what was going on. That's when the man slowly started making his way towards us. Now the sauna had a one-way window, so he couldn't have known all of us were in there. When he got close enough and opened the door, the man instantly froze, clearly not expecting four people to be inside. After a good few seconds, without saying a word, the man closed the door and left through an exit, but not just the exit to the swimming pool area, rather the building itself. After that, we all went back to our room terrified. When we got there, we told our parents about what had happened, and while they were of course mad at us for having our sister walk around the hotel alone, They reported the situation to the front desk. I still think back on this situation and wonder what would have happened had that man grabbed my sister before she made it back to the sauna. I of course feel partly guilty for sending her alone, but I'm just glad nothing happened. Looking back, there's no doubt in my mind that the man that followed her that day was not one of the hotel's guests, but rather some random guy who entered the building with bad intentions. It was a Friday, I was on a business trip and was staying at a hotel in not the best part of town. I had just gotten back from some meeting that ran late into the night. Right as I got back to my room, I had to go to bed as I had another meeting early the next morning. I wasn't tired, but I knew I needed the sleep, so I figured I'd at least try. Though, after around an hour of tossing around in bed, I realized there was no way I was going to get enough sleep. I decided to put on a podcast to listen to as in the past it's helped me fall asleep. Finally, I eventually started dozing off, though around three hours later, I became aware of a noise that sounded like a slight knocking sound. I sat up to check the clock and quickly realized it was two in the morning. I proceeded to take out my headphones and doing so confirmed the sound I was hearing wasn't coming from them, as I could only hear it louder now. I figured it could have been somebody in the room above me which at the time made sense, as I was on the ground floor. I decided to ignore it, and laid back down. But not even 30 seconds later, it hit me. The sound was the result of the lock mechanism to the front door moving back and forth. I leapt out of bed and went straight to the room's door. As I got closer, it was confirmed. I could see the door moving, as whoever was on the other side was moving the door back and forth in what I can only assume was an attempt to pick the lock. I instinctively turned around, went to my suitcase, and pulled out my 14-round pistol that I try to always have on me. I went back to the door, but as I did, I could see the lock twist and unlatch. I immediately pointed my weapon straight ahead, knowing that if someone came through, I would have to make a split-second reaction. Luckily, though, as the door started to open, it was abruptly stopped. One of those latches hotel doors would have that you could use as a sort of second lock stopped the door from opening all the way. I was relieved, as realistically the decision to utilize this second lock saved me from a life or death confrontation, though I quickly realized that wasn't going to stop this guy from trying to break in. I could see, clear as day, a hand reaching in from the crack of the door trying to unlock it from the inside. That's when I yelled out I had a gun, and the hand instantly retreated, followed by footsteps running down the hall. I debated whether or not to call the police, but decided against it as I knew he'd be long gone by the time anyone got there. The next day, I decided to go to the front desk and inform management of the situation. But, to my surprise, the lobby to the hotel was filled with police. It turns out the guy trying to get in my room from the night before was an escape prisoner. They said he was going from room to room, picklocking the doors and robbing guests at knife point for cash. It's been nine months since this happened, and I haven't heard anything about it since. I assume the guy's been caught by now, but realistically, I have no idea. People say you don't really know what you'll do in those type of situations until it really happens. But I can honestly say I'm proud of how I stayed calm and was mentally prepared to defend myself. If there's one good thing that came of this, I feel confident that I responded in the right way and was ready for the unthinkable. It's just crazy to me to think that the latch to that door was the only thing between me and an armed confrontation with an escaped prisoner.